You're listening to Heating Up the UK, a Miami Heat UK-based podcast. Here's your host, Dan Healy, also known as at the Miami Heat UK. Enjoy the show. Welcome to episode 26 of Heating Up the UK, a Miami Heat UK-based podcast. I'm your host, Dan Healy. And before we get into today's episode, I just want to uh, ask you all to check out the YouTube channel. Um, that is Miami Heat UK TV. Uh, we have a brand new show that has just started called Tepid Takes. That was great fun. The first episode recorded a week or so ago. Uh, me, my, uh, myself and my brother, Bobby Healy, my cousin, Chris Howard, all come to talk about the wider NBA issue. So not just Miami Heat stuff, uh, where we'll come with one tepid to a one take each and we will then debate whether it's a hot take or not so much, i.e. a tepid take. We will be recording another episode of that this week. That will go out early part of next. So if you haven't checked it out, please do so. And then uh, please subscribe to the YouTube channel as well. It will mean a lot to me. Uh, Today's guest I have with me, uh, uh, ex-pro footballer, um, Sully Hall Moore's coaching assistant, as well as still playing where he can. Uh, UEFA-B registered... um, coach and most importantly Miami Heat and NBA fan Darren Carter. Darren how are you sir? I'm very well thank you mate how's yourself? Yes not too bad um ridiculously hot this for people that haven't seen me before I'm a red-headed gentleman so this sort of (laughs) this sort of weather is not good for our kind um and I understand talking to you today today was your first day back in coaching what a day for it. I know, and uh, a two o'clock start as well, the height of the heat, and um, yeah, made sure I, I was uh, sun lotioned up and uh, had my cap ready as well. So uh, yeah, good to be to be back in some capacity anyway. Yeah, well, I don't envy you, mate, because uh, for those for those that are uh, listening from over in Miami, you know, this will be uh, just another day for you. But over here, we're reaching sort of 34, 35 degrees, which uh, for London is not normal. Uh, well, for the UK is not normal. So, uh, yeah, we're uh, we're sweating a bit here. But um, talking about hot at the moment, let's get straight into it, Darren. Um, well, talk about a performance we had last uh, time out in the defeat against the Phoenix Suns. But most importantly that came out of that, most noticeably that came out of that, was the performance from Tyler Harrow. Finally got his start. Um, and boy, he took it. 25 points, 10 rebounds, 8 assists. Um, that's not a bad night's work. What did you make of Tyler's game against Phoenix? Well, I've been on uh, high on Tyler Hero literally from the from the get go the first couple of games I seen him in in preseason um, and just basically what I've been told about him uh, pre getting drafted actually by by the Heat when I was talking uh, to a few of my friends over here and um, keen college um, watchers um, you know of the the basketball over there that um, Tyler Hero was was one that uh, as a shooter anyway uh, there was a lot of excitement about and. Um, it doesn't surprise me, to be honest, Dan, from, yeah. from watching him this year. And um, I thought, you know, against the Bucks, albeit, you know, we, we had a few turnovers in the fourth and um, probably ran out of, of gas. I, I was really impressed with sort of how he's handling the ball now. He's, you know, he's been trusted a little bit now by Spo to, to run the offence and, and uh, he's putting the ball in his hands. So um, last night, I think, was probably just a, 
um, a culmination really of him uh, coming coming together. Um, I think the more minutes he's got, the more confidence you know, or the more confidence he's looking. Um, and like I say, just he's just a beautiful thing to watch when he's when he's he's, he's hitting them shots and especially from from three point range. Um, got such a smooth um, technique to him. So uh, yeah, really really happy and uh, and obviously elated that he's uh, managed to almost uh, sneak a, a triple double. But um, you know he's he looks like he's really maturing now um, as the games go by. Yeah, definitely. It was certainly like. Um... You know, Tyler's always played with this uh, this great exuberance, this almost bordering light on on arrogance, but in a good way. Um, and for someone that's so young to come in with this, with like to just that that belief in your ability has always been something that's so noticeable about his game. But you could tell in that game against Phoenix, it was like, okay, I'm allowed now to get to 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 be allowed off the leash. And um, he certainly played with that with that arrogance. It was stepped up, and it was it was a brilliant performance. And it was one that um, I feel like he it was like a determined show of like I, I know what I want here. I, I want to be a starter. Um, you know, rookie years always fight, tend to find themselves on the bench to start. And um, and and the, the, there is an argument which we will come on to that maybe that at the moment is still his best shout to be coming off of the bench. But in his eyes, he wants to be a starter, and he, he couldn't have asked for more of a performance all-round performance not just his shooting that we know is his speciality but his all-round performance was just uh was it was a step up on anybody else on the on the roster uh, last time out um so that was really pleasing do you feel like um you know when we we drafted him the first thing that obviously came out was the the natural ability that he's got with he he was an arrow he was a sharpshooter he was a sniper in that sense um but have you been impressed this season in general and especially that last performance where he has actually got so much more to his game oh without a shadow of a doubt and again i think that's probably you know coming into the nba um being under you know the, the coaching that he is and the players that he's around now as well um i think he's just learning by the day and, and you can see just how much if you probably watch them pre-season games the rawness and all of a sudden now he's refining that um and he, he's yeah. finding his way um like i say he, he, he knows he can always fall back on that that shooting rhythm and uh, that shooting action but you know to be a, a real threat in the nba you do have to now well in this modern day uh, have a few strings to your bow and it certainly seems as if um for me i think it's just he's been extremely well coached uh, they see you know a real gem um and again when you're a great shooter if you can do other things very good um then you're just going to be a real uh, you know literally a triple threat aren't you in in terms of your passing drive to the basket if you can hit the outside shot um you know it's 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 very difficult to guard and, uh, and all of a sudden you become a, a perennial star yeah yeah definitely and um so now this is given spo perhaps a bit of a headache because i i think that the idea this season was always to be to, to bed in Tyler Hero. Uh, you know, he is our, our most exciting prospect, and that's nothing against um, Kendrick Nunn and or Duncan Robertson's been, in my opinion, our player of the year this year from where he's come from. Um, but everyone has always had this um, sort of thought process of Hero is wired different. He's just got that. Well, everything that I've just said, I don't need to repeat myself. So what what do you think that now Spo does from here? Because I think the idea was probably going to be that Season two, he'll he'll start games, and uh, once he start games, that's probably where he'll stay. But now we've had the the hiatus, and he came down, and now 
Um, he started, obviously, the season, the, the restart again on the bench with, with Kendrick keeping his place. But Kendrick, who's been brilliant this season, and we will we'll come on to Kendrick Nunn next, mm-hmm. but he's, been, he's, he's come on to this sort of little sort of mini slump since he's come back. And, you know, that, uh, that that's no um, sort of looking down on him or anything because he's had a brilliant season. He's also, remember, coming back from recovering from COVID, even though he was asymptomatic and he's got over that, but that's still something that he's had to deal with. So there's no real negativity from our side where you think, well, you know, he's not come back as sharp as he was. So therefore let's bomb him out. But he has been on a bit of a slump. Tyler has been very good since he's come back. And now he's had this first start because obviously uh, Kendrick had to leave the bubble um, and he's taken his chance with both hands. What do you think, now Spo does do you think he he has to keep with this now because Tyler's made his point or do you think that he is still going to aim to bring that energy off of the bench with Hero and keep with Kendrick Nunn what what do you think that is going to be I'd say like the the best way forward from here I think to be honest um you, you ride that wave at the moment if it was me um just looking at the energy that he's showing Tyler Hero and like you say getting that start has has really energized him um took him to what has been another level from from the other night so um for me i think you ride that and just see you know then especially the next couple of games obviously we've got two big big games coming against the Pacers uh, you know with the thunder in between but um, just I think you see how it goes, see if he can, can you know, maintain that level, um, continue to have that hunger, uh, that energy. Um, and then maybe, like you say, you, you revisit the, the, you know, the Kendrick Nunn off the bench or again, it's that second unit, you know, led by obviously Iguodala, you've got the experience. Um, so, you know, I, I don't mind that sort of dynamic having Tyler's energy starting um, with the experience on the bench then if needed. Yeah. So, um in terms of now, I, I agree with you. I agree with everything you just said. I, I tweeted out after that game, um, after that performance, I think now Tyler Hero is a, is a bona fide starter. And for me, this is nothing against none. Um, but I think that after that performance, you would you have to keep that starting lineup for now. If he, if he has, if he, even if he sees out the rest of the uh, the regular season and doesn't quite hit those sort of levels and heights, then maybe address it and have a look what you feel might be best for for starting the playoffs. But at the moment, I don't see any harm in mm-hmm. riding with that wave, as you just said. Yeah, I think I... that um, he he you couldn't have asked him any more of him to take his chance. Um, so with that in mind, then um, now Kendrick Nunn, you know, he's as I said he, he's had an absolutely fantastic season this is a guy who was undrafted has come in um no one expected him no one even knew who he was until probably that last pre-season game where he dropped 40 on the rockets uh mm-hmm. kept his place started the season absolutely on fire um mm-hmm. had a sort of mini slump picked it up and he's been sort of up and down since but nevertheless this is a guy who's as i said his rookie season averaging 15 odd points a game um has had to uh, deal with like everyone has but has had to deal with covid and the bubble and everything else and now come restart again and be expected to pick up now he has actually had one or two decent games i think he hit 14 one game um 11 on another game so still solid numbers but he's had a couple of games where he really didn't shine um mm-hmm. what, what do you think that in terms of none now do, do, he's always every time he's featured for us it's been from the start he hasn't had, he hasn't come off the bench one, once this year do you mm-hmm. feel like him coming off the bench would would work or do you feel like you need the energy of people like hero um Derek jones etc et that 
um, give you that 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 extra youthfulness and um, and energy off the bench? Or do and do you feel like Kendrick could do a job on there, or do you feel like he needs to be starting games to get that rhythm into his game? Um, I think you know again, Kendrick Nunn's a, a player that as you've just said there, he came into the season on fire. Um, and I think he, he oozes everything that the heat culture is all about. You know, he's a grit and grinder, isn't he? He, he gets, gets to work. Um, he doesn't seem to, um, you know, to, to be curtailed, curtailed by, you know, a slump. He, he'll grind through it. He'll come back. Uh, and again, it's a, it's probably a, a dynamic that we haven't seen this year. So it would be interesting to see how he would um, react or how, um, he would play coming off the bench. I think it's a great time for for Spo to probably have a look at that. Um, yeah. And just looking at his character and, and listening to him, I think he's the, the kind of guy, and again, you go back to the undrafted um, point that he's one that will, when you give him a role and he will try to excel in the best way he knows, he'll give it everything. So I'd be really interested to see that, you know, him coming off the bench. I think he could give, you know, give the team the energy that uh, maybe Tyler has been. Um, mm. But, uh, as you've as you've said, I agree with you. I think Tyler has to start now. Um, give Kendrick a chance to to come off the bench. Um, you know, keep, be that spark uh, alongside you know Iguodala and uh, and see where it goes. But um, mm-hmm. but yeah, like you say, he's been stellar all season for for a player that that went undrafted to to make the splash that he did and um, to continue, as you say, to come through that slump a bit like Tyler Hero has. Um, shows that the mindset, um, you know, I think he matches up to to what the Heat, uh, what we're all about. Yeah, and he, he is just another Miami Heat success story, which is, uh, is is fantastic. We keep doing it time and time again, pulling these gems out of nowhere and making them, you know, good NBA players that even if it's not with the Heat, they'll go on to have successful careers elsewhere. So, I mean, we've, we've my thoughts on Kendrick is, um, I've liked him starting all season. I've quite liked the dynamic of of Hero off the bench. I feel like it was always going to um, be a scenario where that would probably change, and they, them two would swap next season onwards. Yeah. But I feel like now that um, with with Hero itching to start, he got his start and he, he delivered well and truly. That, um, I think that you have to ride with that for the time being. And who knows? I mean, like the thing is with Kendrick Nunn. Um, there was, you know, he came off of it, obviously he contracted the virus and he's now obviously got over it and he came into the bubble, um, not on his usual form, a um, little bit of a slump, as we said. And there was some rumours about whether the drive or the passion for playing at the moment was um, maybe as high as it had been. There'd been a few rumours about that. And then the next thing we knew, he'd left the bubble, but that was obviously for personal reasons. Mm-hmm. He's come back after a day, so obviously we hope whatever that is, it's fine and he's back and he'll now go through uh, the regular quarantine process and then he'll be back in with the team hopefully before the, uh, the the regular season ends. We're hopefully looking at the last game he might be able to take some part in. Um, mm-hmm. My problem with, with, with Kendrick is I think that if you take the one thing I like about him is that he, he is a shooter. He, he He's always looking to get the shot away. He's got, you know, his bread and butter in his mid range. He's not afraid that um, if he misses his first few shots, you won't see him shy away. He'll continue to shoot until he does start making them. And then once he gets in the rhythm, he's a, he's a very good handy player. My problem I think with him is if you do take away the scoring, he doesn't offer actually a lot else. And that's why you often see him when he's not off to a great start. He, his minutes come down because he's pulled because he actually, he, he, he can't, he, he can't offer you a lot else that maybe a lot of the other players have got abilities at both ends where he doesn't. Would you yeah. agree with that assessment? 
Yeah, and again, I think it's probably um, what the the organisation has foreseen. As you mentioned now, I think the plan has always been for for Tyler to um, probably succeed Kendrick at some point because they see the upside on Tyler to be huge. And again, we're seeing that already, aren't we? Probably ahead of schedule for for, for the organisation as well. But you know, that's one thing I think we've uh, that would be the difference to, to to Tyler starting is that he has got the strings to his bow now. He's looking like he's excelling in different areas. Kendrick, as you say, if the scoring isn't there or he's not hot early, um, is he you know going to contribute to the team? You know what he can and. Um, again, it's, it, that comes down to the coaching and, and Spo and the coaches obviously yeah, know yeah. that if they, you know, when they take him out of the game, it, it's because that they see that there's other areas um, or other people that can come in and uh, and give the team something that he can't. So it's it's unfortunate for Kendrick because, like I say, I like him. I really do. I think he's, yeah. you know, um, he comes across as a really uh, humble guy. Um, and just going back to the, you know, leaving the bubble and everything, we, we, we can't forget that it's such a, a weird time for players as well and difficult. You know, they've got obviously other things happening, personal family issues going on. And, um, so again, that can play, you know, a lot into to players' minds and, and affect their game. Um, it looks like that has possibly happened with Kendrick. Um, but I think this is an important time for him now. Um, if he's going to come off the bench in the next few games, um, see how he reacts, see how he plays um, and see if he can find a niche for himself, find a role. Um, yeah, yeah. And that might then you know, push him into onto the next level and give him a, you know, the the confidence back that he was playing with at the very very beginning. Yeah, and that, that's actually a really good point that you make about that people have got to understand, and everyone's guilty of it, myself included. That you know, these are human beings that have actually gone through a lot in their professional career already, and and we can already see that, that something very big has happened. You're you're an athlete. You've had to deal with the the the, the, the suspension of the season and now the restart of the season. He's come back in, into the bubble, not looking himself, and then he's had to leave for a reason. So there's yeah. obviously been something that's that's happened and we obviously we don't know and we don't press on that uh, all we can hope is that he comes back and he, he, he looks sharp again um, but sometimes that is something that we are all guilty of is that remember that, the, that, that we're always looking at the playing side of it the mm-hmm. mental side of it nobody knows apart from the, the a select few within the organization so yeah that's that, that is a good point I'm glad you brought that up so yeah I mean we'll, we'll move away from Kendrick I mean the only other one thing I, I, I sort of like pick up on is now that he's not a starter it's now he's going to be sort of sharing his minutes with people like uh Dragic who's now is obviously a sick man he's going to come on so it's going to be interesting in these next few uh these next three games where spoken probably relax a little bit with um terms of um you know who's going to play and how long they play etc because it's sort of done and dusted what's happening in, in terms of seeding um but it's going to be interesting now to see how that fit works because you automatically sort of think, does how does that work with with Nunn and Dragic? You know, it's not a great fit there. Would you agree with that? Yeah, I think you know Dragic is is the guy, isn't he? That you know you look to. Um, mm. Well, I would anyway. I think um, he's proven um, again. He's got the experience, and if and we, again we seen it against the box, didn't we, in the fourth quarter? And I sat, you know, I was watching it with a, a mate of mine, and I said. Um, them turnovers from Kendrick, from from Tyler Hero at, at crucial times in that fourth quarter when the books were pushing. Mm. I don't think they happen if you if you've got Goran on the on the court, yeah, yeah. Um, and obviously if Jimmy was playing as well. But um, yeah, Goran's the the go-to guy. So I think in that term, you know, in in, in that dynamic, it, it's again you're looking at Kendrick to step up. Um, yeah, that's yeah. what it's all about. You know, when you you are a, um, in a roster of, of 15 players, you you have to make sure that 
um, the the coach is looking at you uh, and putting his trust in you. You have to prove that. You have to earn that respect. Um, and that's the great thing. If you've got a, a roster that is willing to do that um, instead of, you know, sort of downing tools and going, well, if I'm not playing, then, you know, I'm not contributing. Um, you know, it makes everybody better because then you, you, you've got guys that are hungry. You know, they grit the teeth rather than shy away from the competition. Um, so, yeah, I, th- I think he's got that to him. I think he has got that mindset. So he will push um, Goran. He'll push Tyler, I think, for, for minutes. Um, I'm sure he, he won't shy away from that. Um, and that'll only be good for, for the team because, like you say, you, you've got players that are chomping at the bit to play. And, and listen, a lot can happen. You know, the, the players have been back now and uh, played a lot of games in a short spirit, uh, amount of time. You know, Goran's already obviously sat out a few games. Jimmy has, you know, so it's... There may be minutes or we may need him uh, at crucial times. And that's the one thing about the NBA that I love that, you know, them guys that don't get much playing time throughout the regular season, all of a sudden the playoffs come an injury or a suspension, you know, you have to be ready. You have to be ready to step up. Um, And that's what you hope will, will happen with Kendrick if his minutes are restricted. Yeah, and um, you know, as you said, a lot can happen in just the space of a couple of games. And you know, we we record this uh, right now, just a, f- a few hours before tonight's crucial game against Indiana. And uh, could you imagine if you know it goes down to the wire and you know none gets the buzzer beating winner, or or even if he got he comes off the bench and he hits somewhere you know, mid to high twenties, um, and you just think, well, suddenly he's the hero again, and everything's wonderful in the world of of Miami Heat and Miami Heat Twitter. So yeah, as you said, it's um it, it, a lot can change and. and I'll be rooting for Kendrick now more than anybody tonight. So um, coming away from from Kendrick uh, at the moment, I, I said just a minute ago that sort of seedings are sorted, and I, I meant in terms of obviously um, we, we're we're in the playoffs. That's been locked in for a long time now, um, and we we're currently going to finish nowhere other than fourth, fifth, or sixth. So seedings, of course, are not sorted, but we're in regardless now. Fourth, fifth, or sixth, um, we are currently sitting in fourth on the same. Uh, um, record exactly as Indiana who we play tonight and again um, on Friday Uh, we hold the tiebreaker over them now I sort of think when I look at the last three games and where we can finish and should we be finished fourth who should we be targeting Indiana or Philadelphia or Boston I've actually started to now think um, I don't really care anymore (laughs) because whoever we're going to play in the first round it's not going to be an easy game whether we play Indiana Philadelphia or Boston it's a tough grind. You could, you could see them go into seven games, any of them. There's no easy run there. So in in your mind, do you think that these last three games actually matter? Or do you think that we should be looking to try and finish? Like, obviously, we're, we're going to try and finish. We're going to try and win all three because that's what Miami Heat do. They won't they won't accept anything other than to try and win the games that they're participating. But even like some people are saying, well, you know, you don't want to drop to sixth because you don't want to be facing Boston. I mean, I, even I sort of think, well, I'm, yeah, not, I'm not really that bothered. Do, do you do you see that we should be targeting a, a position or like me? Do you think I don't care either way? I, I, I genuinely don't care. I think, you know, I do look at Boston and think, yeah, you are stepping up probably a level in opposition. But um, again, I, I look at our roster when everybody's healthy, if everybody stays healthy, um, I, I, I flip it round and I look at Boston thinking, do they really want to play us in the first round? And I'll say, 
hell no. I, I, I really think they'd take a Sixers or a, a Pacers as well, as well as the, the Pacers are playing at the minute. Um, I think, you know, we're the team that people will probably look at and think, I don't fancy playing them in the playoffs just purely because of the experience that we've got. Um, again, like you say, we've got some youth in, and we've got you know, Robinson and Hero and, and none who can explode at any time. So um, I think we've got a, a really nice dynamic going into the playoffs. So I think teams will probably be, you know, wanting not to play us rather than us not wanting to play them, if, if you know what I mean. So um, from that standpoint, yeah, I think I'm really excited because, again, you know, it is a process for us yeah, it, as much as we love to to go all the way and there's there's no reason why not um, with a bit of luck on our side but um, with with the pieces we've got developing um, you know this is a a team that you know is is going to get better and better and if it's not you know we don't make a, a run at it this year you know certainly next year we're going to be even stronger so um, yeah I, I don't fear sort of any any sort of contender at the moment um, above us if it was a Boston um, I'd quite happily go into that series very confident that we could uh, really make them work and, and potentially get past them. Yeah, yeah. I, as, I, as I said, I, I agree with that. And uh, yeah, I, I suppose if you had to, if someone was literally saying, right, go and pick your team, I suppose the natural thing would be to avoid Boston just because, well, they've, they've, they've done well against us this season. I know we beat them last time out just recently, but they're, they're a tough grind. They're over seven ser- uh, a seven-game series, that's that's going to beat you up. That's going to be, every game is going to be a graft. Um, obviously, you know, people are sort of targeting maybe, you know, Philadelphia because they're a bit beaten up and the lost Simmons and, yeah. um, you know, uh, even Embiid went down last night, although I, we don't think that's serious, so he should be back. But, um, you know, I, I don't really see that either. I just think that, you know, after all this, all this grind and how well we've done this year, to end up in a first round series against Philadelphia is a bit heartbreaking. I think that's, uh, <laughs> that's, um, that's a tough game again over seven seven game series. That's you've got to be at your utmost through every single minute of that game to to come out on top. So uh, yeah, mm-hmm. they're going to give anybody a game. Ben Simmons down or not, um, that yeah. they're going to be tough. So you know, I think what you just said there is spot on because you look at Philadelphia. If if you gave them the option, they'll say yeah, we'll take paces. I think if you gave Boston the option, they'd probably say the same. Um, I don't think anybody is saying now give us Miami Heat. So uh, I think that's a good point to make. But yeah, I just think I think tonight we will play hard. Um, I think we'll we'll, um, we'll we want we will want to win this game tonight. Um, <laughs> Jimmy Butler and uh, T.J. Warren aside, um, we will want to win this game tonight. We'll want to go in with that. Um, how do you see uh, that matchup going? By the way, this is potentially the first time that them two meet since the trash talk over uh, the ejections last time out, which seems like forever ago now. Um, yeah. But assuming they both play, because uh, they are both still listed as questionable. But um, are you expecting fireworks tonight, or are you actually looking at it as though they might think, well, you know what, there's a good chance we'll be playing each other in, a, in a, a, over the, the, the next week several times anyway. We could be playing we could be playing uh, the paces up to nine times in the next couple of weeks, so uh, there'll be plenty of time for fireworks. Or do you think it will go off tonight between these two? It's hard to tell, really. Like you say, um, I think it is a, a grudge match um, in, in every sense. Uh, obviously, with with the TJ and, and Jimmy Butler saga aside but um again i think it's in the psyche if you go into a game tonight and you beat up on on your opponent and and you give them um you know give them everything um that's always in the mind for the next game so you know i think if you can sort of get a step on them now um you know it's it's always going to be in the back of their mind when they face off against you again so 
you know, these two regular season games, as much as, yes, yeah, do they really mean um, as much? Uh, no, they don't. But I think you can still gain a real psychological advantage um, by going into that and, and outplaying your opponent. Um, so, you know, you can you can continue again, ride, ride that momentum. Um, and if the trash talk is going to continue, you know, you'd rather be uh, the player on the side that's beating up on your opponent rather than taking it. So, um, yeah. And again, they're both you know super competitive guys. Um, Jimmy Butler, obviously, you know, I've always loved his drive, and uh, he will not back down. And I don't think you know we'll see that from from TJ Warren or the Pacers. They, you know, looking at their roster, they have got a real hardcore, um, you know, solid professional basketball players that um, work hard and, and graft. So uh, yeah, I think it will definitely. You know, probably golf in some areas. Um, yeah. I don't see it being a you know full-blooded sort of 48-minute um, to and fro, but uh, I think you'll see definitely little sparks here and there um, that will set the light for for when if we do meet in the in the playoffs. Yeah, uh, you you took took the words out of my mouth. I think that if they are both playing. There is no way that Jimmy Butler is just going to ease his way back in. He's gonna, he's going to want to get one over on uh, on TJ Warren. And to be fair to TJ Warren, what a what a comeback he's had. I mean, just exceptional. Um, so Incredible. it's going to be really tasty because I mean, fair play to him. I mean, he's been brilliant since he's come back. I mean, he's a good player regardless, but yeah. he's been brilliant since he's come back. Um, Butler will be knowing that he's had a couple of games off as well. So yeah. let's hope there's not a bit of rust. But he will be fired up to put him back in his place. Um, so it could be a very tasty one for sure. So uh, yeah, we look forward to that. And uh, yeah, you're right again about the paces because I, I'm a little bit guilty for always dismissing them. I did it last year. I've done it yeah. when they barely had Oladipo. I, I've done it. I've done it again this year, and they just have not gone away. They have been there all the way through. They currently sit there at the moment on exactly the same record as the Miami Heat, who we have lauded this year for being a lot better than advertised. So fair play mm-hmm. to the Pacers. They've done a great job, and it's going to be uh, it's going to be another very good series if we do indeed meet them. Yeah. So finally, before I let you go, Darren, um, the rotation um at the moment uh now we've I, i've spoke on many many a podcast about how great the miami heat depth is um pr- there's there's a very good argument to say in fact the deepest team in the entire league uh that sort of goes out the window a little bit when we get to playoffs where you normally go with a say nine man rotation mm-hmm. now would you agree at the moment assuming hero keeps his place that hero robinson butler Crowder, Bam, first of all, is our best starting five, our most effective starting five. Yes, I think at this moment, I would say you 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 you, you cannot see past that five. Um, that for me, yeah, it, it's, mm. it's I wouldn't I don't want to say a no-brainer, but I think at the moment, um, if you sat down any Heat fan, I think 90% would probably go with that starting five. Yeah, and, and I agree with you as well. And, you know, it was a little bit of a surprise because Mayers Leonard had obviously taken that spot um, yeah. all through the beginning of the season and what a record we had when that was uh, the case. So that was a very successful time for us. He uh, went down and got injured. He only came back and played one of the scrimmage games. Um, and then since then, we haven't seen him. So, um, you know, uh, Spose said in press conferences that, you know, he's got tough decisions to make. And uh, the one thing he likes about this team is nobody beats up on the other player if they've lost their place, etc. You know, no tip you had to Dion Waiters there just for, you know, <laughs> little, little, little dig in there. Um, but everyone's on the same page. And, you know, these guys will be ready if called upon. But like you just said there, I think that that five at the moment, 
yeah, I think you, you you struggle to find a Heat fan that won't say that at this moment in time is the best starting five. However, finishing five, how mm-hmm. do you think that what 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 do you want to see on the court to end a tight game? I think Iguodala has to be on there for me. Yeah, same. Um, has to be on the court. Um, again, I don't want to, you know, just stop going off, you know, previous little four, fourth quarters of late. You know, do you keep Tyler on there at crunch time? Maybe, you know, you, you, that's down to Spo to to coach and get him in the game if uh, when, as and when. I don't know if he's an automatic. You know, in the the final final few minutes, um, it's hard. Again, I drag it. Dragic is is you know he's big for me. I've always loved Goran, and you know he, yeah, he's yeah. had many clutch performances in the fourth quarter um, in a Heat jersey as well. So, yeah, if I'm if I'm looking, Iguodala and, and Goran, you know, are on the court um, purely for experience, especially in the playoffs. Um, to you know to just navigate in tight games. Um, they both. Hit big shots, made big plays. Um, you know, Iguodala is he's an, is, is a Finals MVP. So um, yeah, he has to be on the court for me. Yeah, I, I, and I totally agree with that as well. And also tip my hat to uh, to Iguodala because he's been absolutely superb since he's come back. One of our best players since we've uh, we've restarted. So I mean, let's just uh, so we're on the same page. Obviously, we've got Jimmy Bam, uh, Crowder, Robertson, um, uh, Dragic, Hero. And Iguodala, those are locks to be your playoff seven, let's say. Now, yep. Kelly Olynyk has been brilliant since we've yep. come back. In fact, yep. there's a, the, you would probably actually say Kelly has arguably been our best player since he's come yep. back. Yep. So, and he's now being trusted as the second big over uh, Maz Leonard. So yep. he's your eighth. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we're, we're probably looking at maybe one more and then that's it. And, you know, who are we saying? Are we saying Derek Jones Jr.? Maz Leonard obviously is not getting a look at the moment. Um, who else am I missing? Uh, you know, that's that's probably you're looking at some some names here that yeah. probably aren't going to be playing come playoff yeah. time. Yeah, and that, again, that's that's the problem that when you say you know your deep uh, roster in the regular season is all great, but when you you know you narrow the rotation down in the playoffs, you know, someone is going to uh, miss out, and, and normally that is a, a player that you've you've trusted or has played mm. throughout the regular season, so. Again, it's hard. It's a hard one, you know. Miles Leonard, like you say, I think he's been great. Again, he's a someone you you know I think has hugely influenced this roster. Um, and again, did you did you mention uh, Kendrick Nunn in that? No, Kendrick. That, that was who yeah. I was missing. Kendrick Nunn. So there yeah. you go. So that's that's your ninth man. Because and then so yeah, as you say, you got Derek Jones Jr. We haven't mentioned. Um, you know, you got Maz Leonard, who's been brilliant all season, and then okay, then it does start to thin out a little bit with your, your Solomon Hills and players like that. So, yeah, there's going to be um, one or two uh, players that are maybe going to be uh, overlooked. But as you say, that's that's, that's playoff basketball, and yeah, yep, the, the, it's lovely having a nice deep team uh, for the regular season, and no doubt that has been a, a, a nice luxury for us. But there'll be some guys that we've counted on this season that are not going to see any minutes or very limited minutes. Yep. Okay, right, Darren. Um, we've got three games left of the season. Um, Pacers twice and Thunder in the middle of the two. Uh, I know it doesn't really matter, but what are you saying? Three and oh, two and one, one and two, oh and three. What are you saying? I really fancy us to win tonight. Um, I do. So I think we'll beat the Pacers tonight. Um, the Thunder game, again, it's one of them that, you know, I, I fancy us to 
again with Jimmy and Goran being back as well, just sort of going through and, and I suppose mentioned in um, you know especially after the, the Phoenix game, he wants to tighten up in a few areas and work on a few things. So um, I'll probably say you know a thunder a win against the Thunder. The last Pacers game, again, I think that could be cat and mouse. I think it's yeah. one of them. You keep your cards close to your chest if we do indeed face them in the playoffs. Um, I think that could be a bit of a, you know, sort of a, you know, I don't want to show my cards game. So yeah. um, if sort of going out there, putting myself out there, I'd go two and one. Um, I'll see us winning the next two. And then that Pacers, you know, the last game is, is kind of, yeah, let's just get the regular season done and, and get down to business. Yeah, again, I agree. I'm going to go two and one as well. I think exactly like you, we'll win the next two. And I don't think either team in that last game are going to care at all about the result. Because like you just said there again, to the words of my mouth, that I'm not going to want to play their hand. They're going to want to keep, uh, we're going to see a lot of um, a lot of in and outs in that game for sure. So yes, two and one, both of us are going, which will actually mean that we would have gone through the restart if that does happen, 0.500, which when you look at our schedule, I absolutely would have taken that for those last yeah. Uh, eight games we played so uh, yeah that would be decent and that should then lock in the foot it will walk, uh, lock in the fourth seed um, not that that means a lot with home court etc but it'd be nice to finish fourth seeing as yeah. we've been there pretty much all season right Darren um, really appreciate your time again um, been great to talk to you I haven't spoke to you for a very long time in fact just before we came on we said the last time we spoke was actually a season preview and that seems like forever ago with what's happened this year so yeah. really really good to speak again we'll we'll catch up again in a, in a few weeks hopefully we'll be deep into a playoff run by then but until then um, where can everybody find you mate uh i'm on twitter at coach carts uh instagram official carts so uh yeah i love interacting with fellow uh heat fans or uh, basketball fans in general um as i say it's my um my real pa- passion and, and hobby alongside football so um yeah talking football or hoops is uh pretty much me every day <laughs> there you go give Darren a follow yeah great great guy and he knows his stuff so uh, really look forward to speaking to you again mate and um we will uh, we'll catch up next week um uh, i can't remember who i'm with next week but we'll catch up again we'll have another episode um oh i'm with uh, david ramil from uh, from locked on heats podcast he will be joining me next week um and we should be uh, about to be starting playoff basketball then and i wonder who we'll be facing we'll find out soon keep keep safe guys enjoy the game